Good evening, everybody, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Stegman, and with me, as always, is my pal... Noelle Schmidt. That's correct. Uh, together, <laughs> we host a show called High Spirits, in which we drink alcohol and we talk about the paranormal. Yes, we sure do. That's right. Hey, everybody. Um, It has been a uh, little bit of time, but we're happy to bring you this episode by our sponsors, Noelle. Who are you drinking? Uh, tonight I am drinking Avalon Red Blend. It's a California red from 2015. Avalon, it's a red blend. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing for that, sorry. <laughs> and I am, uh, you know what? Um, you send it to me in a crate and I'm going to drink it. I am <laughs> going out on a massive limb this evening and I'm drinking uh, rosé. That's right. I don't even know what, I don't even know who you are right it's now. It's rosé from a twist off. <laughs> really it's, classing it up here tonight. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. It is um, uh, Languedoc AOC. Uh, it's from France. It says it's from uh, 2017, but it really truly tastes like it's from 2018. <laughs> it tastes like a nice... You can't even tell. Nope. You get, it's just a nice, fresh apple. None of that oh, aging has... <laughs> not rotten at all. No. I got this um, uh, press tag still on $9.99. Hey! Yeah. That's that's nice from your local uh, liquor and grocer? From my grocer and liquor? <laughs> From the strip mall near my house. Cool. <laughs> that Chinese I, here's restaurant? Here's the thing. I think it's a liquor store. Hard to tell. I it it is. I've been in there. But they, it has a, it's like a it's like a little convenience store, but mostly liquor. Yeah. And with weird selections. But if of you things. would walk in, like the two end caps facing, uh-huh. Uh I like all Pringles. They're all Pringles, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. You walk in and you're like, wow, dude. Like I don't know if this is a grow house, um, <laughs> which just basically means it's like, definitely a front. It's a front for something. I mean, who is who is that down for Pringles? I like Pringles, dude. I love. Listen, I like Pringles like the. Next I'm gonna thing. I'm gonna stop you right there. Who don't like Pringles? The question is, you're foolish not to. Yeah. I mean, Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. Right? You can Am make I right? a duck bill. There's so many things you can do <laughs> with a Pringle, but like two whole end caps of Pringles. You're never going to get through they're, those. They're trying to get rid of them because they <laughs> bought too many Pringles. <laughs> well, I will say they will probably be lousy with Pringles by the... You know what's happening? Yeah. They're banking on all the stoners in the neighborhood to buy out all the Pringles, but the problem is that they're right next to a Chinese restaurant. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about this? What is this? This may be culturally insensitive. What are you pointing at? I'm just pointing... I'm just waving a finger. Oh. <laughs> I keep looking for what this is, and I'm like... Which country? This, what is about to come out of my mouth, maybe. Oh, no, maybe. Well, save it. No, I want to say it. Okay. Um, no, but have Hold you on. noticed? Someone from Wisconsin might make a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, but maybe. No, I was just going like to say, I noticed that most strip malls have Chinese restaurants in them. Oh, I see. It's a thing, right? I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing, but in... <laughs> Definitely in Chicago, you can you can guarantee that you'll find one in there, and they're always delicious. I don't eat Chinese food. Oh well, okay. Yeah, I don't care for it. All right, I get the MSG headache. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Okay. And I'm gonna do this. We're gonna play with our volume a little bit, folks. So sorry if there's a change in volume. We're new here. Yeah. All right, that's a little better. We just started the show. We don't know what we're doing. Two years ago. Has happy, it been that long? Happy anniversary. Happy it's been, anniversary. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I decorated the ghost studio for you and everything. Yo, you guys, this ghost studio is looking real scare. Uh, I walked beautiful. in. Beautiful. It is not. There is a, uh, like, a. Uh, she's a bride. It's awful. She's a ghost bride. She's hanging. My daughter picked it out. Well, you're both weirdos. Uh, she has bright blue eyes and red lips and she's dead. So she has a veil over her face and she's terrifying. Yeah. She's really- you have to walk when you walk down to the uh, down to the bathroom um, from the ghost studio. Like I'm tall, so I walk right next to her, and she just like grazes my head with her hand. Yeah, here's what I'm gonna say. Designed that way. Uh, no more, no more nights filled with sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I-, I had insomnia before, and now I'm just gonna like <laughs> fucking lean in and never sleep again. Um. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I had a late night at the ghost studio last night, and, uh... <laughs> Wait, where was I? <laughs> I don't know. I was doing my own thing. What? Um, don't worry about it. In the ghost studio. It's fine. It's cool. All right. And, uh, was all by myself and had to walk by her, and I was like, this was a mistake. It's a mistake. This was definitely a mistake. But now I'm afraid to take her down, because what happens if I take her down? I mean, now that you now that she's fully anthropomorphic, you're going to put her in a box and she's going to try to escape. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. We can't No, she's it. there until she doesn't want to be there. Yep, she lives there now. This this is how <laughs> this is how Halloween decorations ruin lives. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, thank you, Party City, for sponsoring High Spirits. We appreciate your listenership. Actually, that's Spirit Halloween store, one of the pop-ups, but oh. Party City, I'll be seeing you soon, too. Don't worry. Okay. All right. I'll never forget you. Um, I have a movie moment. Sure. Can we? Do we have time? I mean, God only knows. (laughs) Um, I've seen two movies lately or recently that I'd like to talk about. Um, and what I'm about to say is going to be very controversial. Someone from Wisconsin might make a mistake. (laughs) You've been warned. (laughs) You've been warned. I watched the movie Hereditary, which is all the buzz. Oh, I wanted to see it. Too much? Here's where we, things become controversial. Mm-hmm. Jay, mm-hmm. it was just okay. Oh. <gasps> you can send me your emails, your anger. Here's the thing. Um, I had a moment in that movie where I was like, we did it. We finally did it. We brought Italian horror to the U.S. and people are on board and it's great. However, it's not. It has our gentle moments in it and it's wonderful. But And there are some really deeply disturbing moments, but the pacing of it is weird, and mm. it bugs me. But visually stunning. Okay. <clears throat> Great acting. Isn't there someone we know in that? Uh, Tony Collette is in it. Gabrielle Byrne is in it. Forget him. But mm. Tony Collette is a she, national treasure. She is one from of Australia, Australia, an Australian national. <laughs> national treasure. I feel like we've done this before. <clears throat> Have we? I think so. Really? Or maybe I've already lived this. Um, but it's... It, I, it's one of those movies, though, I can't stop thinking about it. So that's a good sign. But there are moments where I was like, <sighs> lots of heavy sighing. Maybe I'm desensitized. Maybe something's wrong with me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the next movie I'd like to talk about <coughs> is the movie Mandy, the highly anticipated horror film of the year by a oh, film director. I can't film maker. I'm going to pull it up because I just lost his name. Um, starring one Nick Cage. Oh, God. Here's the next controversial thing I'm going to say. Nick Cage? Nick Cage. Hold on. Used to be a brilliant actor. No. Oh, horseshit. Nick Cage. He's always been this. Still is a brilliant no. actor. That movie is... 
I applaud you, Mandy. It's it's a psycho it's a psychedelic movie horror movie that's set in the eighties, and it's about cults. Oh, okay. I'm in. Here's what you get. Here's here's. Do I have to leave my cult to watch this? Here's just a snippet (laughs) of what this movie brings to you. Um, You get an original Nick Cage freakout. No thanks. He forges his own steel axe. Dumb. Uh, There is a point where he actually says, where one man says to him, "What are you hunting?" And he says, "Jesus freaks." And then... Wait, it is... So, grammatically, this is important to me. Is he hunting Jesus freaks? Or is he hunting Jesus, comma, freaks? Jesus freaks, no comma. Oh, okay. Jesus freaks! And then, um, (laughs) there is a chainsaw fight. Yeah, there is. It's amazing! Uh, so it's directed by... acting, stay for the chainsaw (laughs) fight. so good. It's directed by, uh, Panos Cosmatos. So, a highly anticipated movie of the year. I give it... One and a half thumbs up. The other half <laughs> was taken by the chainsaw. Because yes, but <laughs> it's I I there. Once the movie started moving, I just started laughing, and I was like, "Yes!" I was cheering. I was happy, um, and yeah, that's all. So well. Mandy. Thank you, uh, Nicholas Cage, for uh, listening to the show. Even though I give you a hard time, that's just how buddies do. Am I right, Nick? Anyway, um, before we get started, just a quick question. Is this what rosé is supposed to taste like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the nine ninety nine version of it, yeah. Yeah, but it, this is... Yeah, that's it. Okay, great. Would you like to begin your thing? People love that stuff. I... Uh, Can I try it? Sure. Just to confirm? Yeah. I can't tell if no, I'm, I'm nervous. Well, I don't know. It it sort of tastes like uh, pink apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's about right. Is that what it's supposed then, to taste like? Yeah. Sometimes it's a little sweeter, but so you got a drier one, which is good. <laughs> I, I did. Okay. It's a uh, ninety plus. What does that mean? I don't know. What's the name of it? Why am I drinking wine? Anyway, know. who knows? Who knows? I don't even know who you are right now. Who knows? Okay. Seriously, we... send it to me. I will drink it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll take it. Um, Jay. Yeah. As you know, um, for the third time in the last uh, four months, I went to a place that you know that I don't care for much. Um, it's not Utah. Uh, no. Oh, Dudes. oh, I know where you went. Okay. I was in Utah. No, nope, yep. And I almost didn't come back. That place is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Las yeah. Vegas. But then I went to Las Vegas, Nevada. But first, let me back up for a minute. Yeah. Um, this is, when I was in Utah, when I was in Salt Lake, they gave the rental car they gave me was a big Silverado pickup truck, mm-hmm. a four by four. And I was like, all right, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. It was a little scary at first, but then I was like, I get it. I own the road and I was going straight to Vegas from there. And I had a moment or two where I was like, I'm going to just cancel my flight and drive this baby down to Las Vegas and road trip. How long is the road trip? It's like five and a half hours. Oh, that's easy. I could have done it. And I thought about it, but then I was on a work trip and it was going to cost the company more money if I did that. So Mm -hmm. being the fiscal conservative that I am, Uh, uh, yeah. I opted out. To, yeah. But, I really like your hat, though. 
Thank I'm not, you. I don't know what M-A-G-A the, means, but... <laughs> do you like my, the crimson color of it? It's, I, yeah. <laughs> it discreetly hides your bald spot. <laughs> Thank you. That was the plan. You're welcome. Okay, so then I went to <laughs> Las Vegas, which is growing Speaking of on me. Nick Cage, he won the Academy Award for leaving Las Vegas. Leaving, but not for Honeymoon in Vegas. With a Miss Sarah Jessica Parker. And uh, James Kahn. Ken. Ken. C-A-A-N. Ken. And uh, Pat Moriata. Moriata? Moriata? Mr. Miyagi. Um, I don't even know how to say his last name. One of those. Morita. Morita. Yeah, I always get it wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, It's because you're from Wisconsin. Who? All right. (laughs) So I decided that it was time to talk about some of the re- most ridiculous places in Las Vegas. Yes. I'm so, all in. I'm on I'm on board. Let us begin. Are you going to talk about Josephine Baker at least? No. Are you going to talk about um, Frank Sinatra's little weird bungalow where he like... No. All right. I'm not going to talk about any of those places or people. All right. I'll talk about Frank Sinatra other times. Okay. But instead, I'd like to start with the Hotel Casino and RV Park located on the Las Vegas Strip in Winchester, Nevada. It's the largest big permanent big top in the world. We're talking about the home of Lucky the Clown. Circus Circus. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <laughs> that's the typical response. Uh, Have you been to Circus Circus? I haven't. What a dumb. I, I stayed across from there. Even once. I don't go there. <laughs> by the way that's my new thing for everything if it's just total trash even i don't go there i did go to ellis island for the first time and i rocked some people's socks off with karaoke oh is ellis island on uh Fremont? no it's on the very the weirdo south side of the south end of the strip got it um it's small but apparently they have a buffet that people are excited about it's it and they have like three dollar tables yeah and the karaoke there is off the hook (laughs) (laughs) was it 1990s i had a yeah it it was (laughs) yeah it really was on the dl this is off the hook yeah i have a great video i have a great video of a friend of mine who was like very upset when he found out that i could sing (laughs) He's like, I just can't believe you wouldn't tell me this. Oh, wow. So now I'm broadcasting it to the world. I can kind of sing. <laughs> All right. Lucky the Clown, the marquee, is basically how we know what Circus Circus is. It's at the entrance. Um, it was provided by the Young Electri- Electric Sign Company in seven- 1976. Uh, Circus Circus was erected by uh, Jay Sarno and Stanley Malin and Mandalay Resort Group formerly known as Circus Circus Enterprises. Interesting. Sarno is the genius who brought us Caesar's Palace five years earlier. Mm, so Caesar's. this guy... Break me up a piece of that. ...likes a theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, see, uh, so when you go to Circus Circus, here's what you'll find. There are several ballrooms. There's a race and sports book. Three swimming pools. Chapel of the Fountain, which is their wedding Two of chapel. them I don't even go to. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Adventure Dome, which is five, a five-acre indoor amusement park located within the resort. We should try that. Yeah. Three of those acres I don't even go to. No. <laughs> uh, 
The Adventure Dome is located inside a pink dome connected to the hotel and offers 25 rides, including... That's just trying too hard. (laughs) Adventure Dome doesn't even have a ring to it. No, it it really doesn't. Uh, It includes the Canyon Blaster Roller Coaster, a rock climbing wall, 18-hole mini golf and arcade, (gasps) clown shows... No, thanks. Extreme shows... Extreme clown shows! Pikes Pass, Virtual Reality Zone, Midway Games, and Carnival... Carnival type games. Sounds terrible. There's also the Splash Zone, which is a water park. <laughs> There's a part of that I don't even go to. <laughs> and I'm gonna stop. But... Of course, the RV park, <clears throat> okay. um, which is 10 acres and can hold 170 vehicles. It's the only one of its kind on the strip. It in no way is economically sound. Um, what? Because they're not bringing in any money from it. Oh, they just let people park there? They No, people pay like 35 bucks a night to stay there. So they're making no money. They make more money. Um, they It brings in less than one slot machine on a night. Ugh, slot machines. All right, guys, that's uh, tonight's episode. We're going to go and play slots. We're going to for... go. I actually brought one in. I had a chipped in ah! from Caesar's Palace. Dolly Parton slot machine. Dolly Parton <laughs> slot machine. Uh, there's also the 13th floor experience, which is a haunted house, but does not have real ghosts. But bullshit. Now, you might have seen Circus Circus in such places or movies such as Diamonds Are Forever. That's a James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Baby Geniuses. Austin Powers. Honey. Baby Ice. Geniuses is also a James Bond movie. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <clears throat> it features Sean Connery. It, it, it features all of them, actually. Yeah. It does. Even that is, that is uh, a... even uh, George Lazaby. Yeah, and uh, Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. They're all in there. Timothy Dalton is uh, my James Bond. Hashtag my James Bond. Didn't he do one movie? No, Dalton did a couple. Okay. Um, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. Yeah. You know that. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know they made a movie, but... No, it, it, that's in the game. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say I played the shit out of the video game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in, uh, his book, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Hunter S. Thompson wrote, the circus circus is what the whole hep world would be doing Saturday night if the Nazis had won the war. This is the sixth Reich. The ground floor is full of gambling tables like all other casinos, but the place is about four stories high in the style of a circus tent and all manner of strange, uh, county fair slash Polish carnival madness is going on up in this, in this space. Hmm. Um, they they featured it in the movie with Johnny Depp and uh, Benicio del Toro. Benice, but it was uh, the called the Bazooka Circus in the movie. Um, all right, here's a little bit of the history. It opened on October sixteenth, nineteen sixty eight, and became the flagship casino for Circus Circus Enterprises. Um, it originally consisted of a giant circus tent as its main structure and included only a casino, uh, but not having the hotel attached caused financial issues early on because it was unable to attract high rollers. They need somewhere to sleep. <laughs> so Sarno obtained a $23 million loan from the Teamsters Pension Fund. Yes. And we know what they are. Chicago Mafia. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a smart man. To construct a hotel. You did that. You got a loan from a from. I'm Shh. sorry. No, I was gonna no, say no. Chicago Mafia got it. That's not what. That's was. not. What it, it was. Um. No. Uh, Tony's savings and loan. I don't know what you're talking about. Jay. Oh, okay. Moving on. Hey, the electrical wiring in this place, wink, wink, doesn't look safe. 
No, the power has flipped on and off a couple times tonight, but <laughs> that is normal in these old buildings in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Might burn down. Might collect the insurance money. No big. We're fine. Uh, so part of the arrangement of this loan, of the loan to Circus Circus, just to get back on track here. Sure. Not the loan to you. Uh, there was no loan. Um, <laughs> it was, was a gift. <laughs> Was to have their enforcer, we can't talk about this anymore, uh, their enforcer, Anthony Spilatro, I don't even know how to pronounce that, Spilatro, um, who was under, who went under the name of Tony Stewart, um, he was granted a gift shop concession, concession <laughs> at the hotel. Aunt me. <laughs> need something for so, my, I need something for my aunt, she's 80, she can't read. So Tony ran the gift shop. I want to know what he sold. Um, uh, greeting cards. Yes. Uh, this, of course. Snow globes in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Magnets and tiny spoons. Um, Something that can be used as a shiv. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spoon. Uh, it result- So this, of course, resulted in a government investigation uh, into organized crime and tax code violations, which caused Sar- Sarno and Malin to uh, sell the business. Oh, my printer ran out. Uh, in 1974, ownership changes hands to William Bennett and William Bennington for $25 million. Ooh, twin names. Mm-hmm. Two bills. <laughs> uh, they expanded with Hotel Tower editions in 1972, 1980, 1985, 1986, and 1996. They just kept throwing money at that turd. One more tower. Another <laughs> tower. You know, you know what's the least cool place in Vegas? Circus de Circus. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Circus Circus. I mean. Uh, it's a family-friendly place now. That's where all the families go. Yeah, dude, boo. Well. What? But yeah. In 2005, uh, Bill Bennett sells uh, to MGM Resorts International. Oh. And in 2009, they announced a merger with Slots of Fun. Oh, Slots of Fun. So good. I love Slots Uh, of Fun. Pause for drink. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about the mafia stuff. Here's the timeline here. Should we hit a pause while this thing is happening? Is it past? It's a plane flying by. We're in no, we're in no hair traffic. All right. Remember our friend Tony Stewart, or uh, real name Tony uh, Spilotro? Spilotro? Remember him. How could you forget him? <laughs> After Spilotro, his wife Nancy and adopted son Vincent moved to Las Vegas in 1971, Tony opened a jewelry and gift shop at Circus Circus using his wife's maiden name, eh. Stewart. Um, you can't touch that. <laughs> So, uh, concessions, apparently concessions in major casinos were hard to snag, especially for people with ties to organized crime. Hmm. So, uh, Sarno just kind of ignored the rules and let, uh, Spilotro, uh, open up his shop. But in 1972, after, uh, Spilotro had tried to establish himself, he was, um, Indicted for the 1963 murder of one Leo Foreman. Spilotro was arrested. He was then released on jail, um, or released from jail on $10,000 bail and shuttled back and forth between Las Vegas and Chicago preparing for trial. He was acquitted in 1973. 
Um, according to the Los Angeles Times in 1974, uh, in the three years that he had been in Las Vegas, more gangland-style murders had been committed than um, in the past 25 years combined. Hey, that's Chicago style. That is indeed Chicago style. We did it. We came to we came to Vegas and we took over. Yeah, we came, we conquered, and we left. Uh-huh. Uh, according to the Las Vegas Sun. That same year, Spilotro was one of six men indicted by a federal grand jury in Chicago in connection with defrauding the central state's Teamsters pension fund fund of $1.4 million. So he's a good guy. Yeah. This guy. Um, <laughs> among the defendants <laughs> were Joseph or Joey the Clown Ew. Lombardo, uh-huh. who was one of Spilotro's bosses in the Chicago mob, and Alan Dorfman, the go-between for arranging financial transactions between the pension fund and organized crime. Alan Dorfman was like the Michael Cohen of this operation. <laughs> he really was. Got it. Uh, Dorfman had been convicted in a Teamster kickback case a few years earlier. Dorf the Dorf Dorfman. <laughs> Dorfman. <laughs> they put, just pick on Dorfman all yeah, the time. Yeah, For Dorfman. sure they do. Dorfman. Stop being such a dwarfman. They totally used his name as a they verb. They did. Aww. What dicks. Or an adjective. Mm-hmm. All right. The chief witness in that case died of a shotgun blast as he ran from four attackers. Oh, my God. In a plastics factory. Wow. But Spilotro was once again acquitted. Well, you know. That state sen- sentence alone died from a shotgun blast as he ran from four attackers in a plastic factory. That's from um, the movie Kick-Ass, basically. Like, this is... But this is real life. That's crazy. Mm. At about this time, Herb Fat Herbie... Oh, Blitzstein, life is Fat Herbie. Blitzstein. Fat Herbie Blitzstein? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a cousin of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. We now know him as... Lonely Herbie. Lonely. Oh, I'm fucking around. Sad Unky Herb. Yeah. Um, no, Fat Herbie's doing fine. He followed his, his good friend Spilotro to Las Vegas after a 1976 illegal gambling conviction in Chicago. Fat Herbie was uh, in the uh, in the pen for gambling. Uh, yeah, sounds like it. Right. <clears throat> um, but then in 1978. Back in Las Vegas, um, Metro Police Commander John McCarthy, head of the Vice Narcotics and Juvenile uh, Bureau, decided to challenge his boss. A.K.A. the entire judicial he system. He was all of the things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just throw, like, prostitution and drugs into that. And right. It's like... So he won, he won the election, and then he was assigned... Um, he assigned, uh, okay. my, I'm sorry, my printer got funny, a man by the name of Kurt Gifford, Clifford to uh, keep watch on Spilotro. So um, the FBI also changed agents, beefing up its Las Vegas office, bringing um, in special agents Joe Gursky and Joseph y- Yablonski, oh. um, the new special agent in charge. In 1978, Spilotro's name was entered into the Black Book, forbidding him from entering Nevada casinos. Ooh. And in 1979, the FBI had enough evidence to raid uh, Spilotro's Gold Rush jewelry store. Uh, the racketeering case that resulted from the raid was dismissed, though, but the, ju- the judge had found that the FBI agents had overstepped their authority. Mm. This guy just, he's got the best luck. 
Yeah, slick as fuck. But now, also... Here's the best part of all of this. Yeah. Spilotro's attorney was Oscar Goodman, who would become the mayor of Las Vegas. Ooh. In 1980, Goodman told the uh, Las Vegas Sun that his client was a victim of police harassment. This is the real Michael Cohen. I think it's un-American, Goodman said. These are are really Gestapo-like tactics. It literally has become a police state in this community. (laughs) Now, if you've been to Vegas, that's funny, because to think of something literally being a police state, you'd have to use your imagination It's so good. So this is the guy who, like, really... Made Circus Circus what we... Or he kind of kicked it off. He made Circus Circus a piece of shit we know it mm-hmm. to be. He did. Man. He really did. The kitty fun fest that it is with all those creepy clowns. Yeah. Ugh. So... Listen, don't go further than Treasure Island. <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls. Unless they're on the bus. And we're always on the bus going to Fremont Street. Um, <laughs> I you, take, anyway. you take the bus. I take the fucking bus, The double-decker. No, I, well, it depends. If it comes. If it, if it comes, yeah. Yeah. I take the bus everywhere in Vegas. I think it's great. <laughs> I like that you do that. I just can't stand standing in the heat. Right. I'm a giant was. I was such a whiner when I was there last time, every time we stepped outside. Do you remember when we went on the monorail, though, and you had the, that? Monorail. Monorail, yes. The time of your life. I did. I did. It was cool. We it were, like, for two blocks. What? Wait, what? There's a train that will take me from here to there? Yeah. What? To, to nowhere to nowhere? How did we know? Mm-hmm. We've been walking in this mirage, thinking <laughs> that everything's so close. It's a mile away. Oh, my God. Yeah, that Vegas will do it to you. Oh, it's horrible. <clears throat> it's just miserable. It's so hot. It's, and I don't understand. The, there's wind, and then it blows hot air yeah. on your face. I get everything about Vegas. Oh. And and do you want to know why? Why? I'm a scumbag. You <laughs> you really are. You There's love it so much. Just nothing about it that yeah. doesn't delight me. It's fine. I mean, absent the show, absent the liquor. I don't like the absent. Liquor. Well, you know, it's not to like. <laughs> I just like what it does. Yeah, exactly. Um, absent the show is incredible. Um, uh, the misbehaved show. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I talked this up yet, but go to it, please. Give them business. It's so, 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 so good. It's wonderful. We had a blast. Um, Okay. Ghosts? Yes. Okay. Sorry, everybody. I yelled. Quick listen. So uh, most of this I got from... There's a ghost in the ghost studio that's like trying to fuck with us, so I'd rather talk about like fake ghosts. Yeah. Get out of here, ghost. For real. Ghost studio ghost. We've had two um, two door uh, closures on us. Now, to be fair, the room, the floor may be a, on a little bit of a decline. For sure. But it's also probably when, a ghost. Yeah, when we were chatting with uh, the little boy, <laughs> that got weird. It was weird, and then he rolled that ball down the hall. Yeah, that was weird, too. That was cool. Cool, anyway, so let's talk about fake ghosts. All right. This, so uh, I took this stuff from... Fake ghosts. Ghosts. So, uh, this is from the website mysteriousuniverse.org. Ew. That means it's an old website. I don't know. .org. Uh, room 23. Woman staying there apparently shot herself, her Ew. son, and then herself. Yikes. People hear cries for help in this room. Ugh. 
I'm sure because they're at Circus Circus. Like everybody who goes into that room. Why am I here? <laughs> Help! It was only $35 a night. Why did I come here? Here's the thing about Circus Circus, though, is they um, are continually turning a profit and they have like record years. They're not like the highest grossing MGM uh, resort, but they're like consistently doing well. So the way they explained it was that if they took the time to do any type of like remodel and clean it up, um, it would actually like hurt them badly. So, but like if you go on to TripAdvisor or any of like the travel sites, like the constant complaints are like how gross the carpet is. Like there's like gum like stuck to the floor, like black stained gum carpeted or carpet. Like, um, it's like Excalibur, which is disgusting. Yeah. But, like, I've gambled so much at Excalibur. It just depends on, like, um, where your price point of gambling is and where you are in your um, right. journey of addiction. <laughs> <laughs> so when you end up at Excalibur, you're like, this makes sense for me right now. Yeah, I've made it. I was sitting, I was having... <laughs> By the way, uh, I've won a lot of money at Excalibur. And you know what I did? People love Excalibur I for gambling. I like Excalibur, and I went to go to a real place. I lost all my money, and I went back to Excalibur. People, there's a reason why you win all your money there. People like that place. I was, um, at breakfast, um, one morning, uh, that all seems like a lie. What did you do? I was watching the Packers game. I literally just like, like straightened up your back in the weirdest way. You were like, I was at a breakfast (laughs) one morning. One morning. (laughs) No, it was more the reality that the Packers played at noon during central time, which is the right time zone. And all of a sudden I wake up and I'm like, crap, they're playing at 10 a.m. What kind of, what kind of reality is this when football starts in the morning? So I had to get my stuff together and, uh, find a place where the game was being played. And fortunately the hotel or the lobby bar, which had a wonderful breakfast was playing it. You were at Cesar's? We, this time I was at the park MGM. Um, and the couple sitting next to me at the bar, uh, was ta- they were talking to the bartender about how much they liked gambling at Excalibur and me not knowing anything about gambling. I was like, what, what is it about that place? But apparently dump and it's lucky people love gambling there, but they yeah. were like, even the bartender was like, Oh yeah. Excalibur is awesome. Yeah. No, it's a place to go. I had no idea. I've walked through it, but I had no idea. Yeah. I want something like 850 bones on penny slots. Dudes, that's amazing, right? So, also in room 23 at Circus Circus, um, there's moving furniture. What? Mysterious voices. They're just trying to cover up, like, their spills. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, the carpet's torn here. Let's move the end table. They'll never know. (laughs) Oh, no, there's a blood stain there. Push it back. (laughs) That's from Tony Spicoli. Uh, monster slash gift store owner (laughs) tony stewart uh there are footsteps of course probably from uh the hallway or the room above you maybe you know there is the apparition of the little boy (gasps) all in the same room yeah now the rumor this is the one that got shot yeah the rumor is that the ghosts of the mother and the boy are searching for the father who is said to be a dark-haired man named robert (laughs) Anyone under that description staying in the room will be killed and hung from the ceiling so he may join them. Yes, please. Robert's be warned. No, Robert 
go. Dark haired Robert, stay away. Dark haired Robert, GoPro. <laughs> Even if you're a Bobby, Bob, dude, Rob, listen, Bobby, don't do it. Bert, I ain't trying to get you killed. Like, like, take the laces out of your uh, shoes and don't wear a belt. But don't wear a belt. <laughs> take all the sheets and throw them in the throw hallway. Throw them in the hallway and just be like, my name's no floss. My name is Daniel Foss. My name is Robert. GoPro that shit. <laughs> Go by Richard. It's better. It's safer. Wait, I thought it was Robert. It is Robert. I'm just saying. Ch- I don't like it. I'm well. I want. I you want to see it happen. Well, yeah. I want one of our ghost pals to um, prove that there's life after death. <laughs> All right, make it happen. <laughs> Robert. Um, additionally, three people were allegedly killed in the kitchen one night. What? In room fucking 23? No, in the kitchen. Where's the kitchen? In the circus circus. The oh. one kitchen. Oh my god, I thought you meant like every room had a kitchen, I'm sorry. No. <coughs> um, <coughs> so, so those folks, uh, apparently haunt the kitchen. Uh, the, wait, why? They were killed in the, the kitchen. Mafia. Mafia kill. I get it now. I'm uh, from Illinois. No need to explain. <laughs> Good. Um, poker rooms. Uh, in the poker rooms, guests uh, hear disembodied voices crying for help. Oh. Probably because they're losing all of their money. Yeah. <laughs> help me. I can't. I have no way of getting home. They're playing for pinks. This is for my rent. My rent. My house. My pink slip. My pink slip. Uh, I used to joke when I was a uh, new gambler. <laughs> That I was playing for pinks, and finally someone's like, "You like don't." That's. I was like, "God, oh, it's just a joke." I'm playing for pinks. <laughs> Not cool, man. There really are people doing. There that. really are people who do it. That's who, really who do sad. That, which is really sad. I That's I. I saw that. Also, a do you bit. want to play for pinks? No. Gambling makes me. I spent forty dollars on gambling again, and that's my limit. Forty and done. Did you scream every time like you did the time before? <laughs> No, so I did it. I, I mean, the people know the story, but when Vegas, sorry, when Noel and I were gambling in Vegas, she kept losing, and every time she would go, ah! <laughs> it makes my stomach hurt. I don't like it. I bet on the fight, and so um, bet on the fight. Yeah, I'd never bet on a fight before. Ugh. So you're gonna like this. Did you bet round around, or did you be? Did you bet outcome? I bet, I bet on a round, but I split it. So because you bet on both. You were doing, let me explain. We were doing squares for work. Okay. So we were betting on squares. And so the first square I pulled Canelo in the 10th. And then I was like, I'll buy another one. And then I pulled Triple G in the 10th. And I was like, interesting. So then I was talked into by one of my coworkers just splitting the odds. So when we went to the sports book, I just put um, another 20 down, like a 10 each on each guy to knock the other guy out in the 10th. So during the fight, I was basically just cheering for the 10th round. Yep. And so Mm -hmm. another coworker actually has a video of me at the fight during the 10th, just like super into it. I'm glad you don't have a gambling problem watching your look right now. (laughs) The glean in your eye. I was just rooting for chaos at this point, and it was like well, because wonderful. Whenever I watch football and I uh-huh. see all the weird shit happen in the fourth quarter, uh huh, I constantly think like, oh my god, if I can open a book right now, which is not, <laughs> which I understand, right? Not okay behavior, but you'd be very good at opening a book. It was amazing. Well, yeah, because I was like, because you'd be like, okay, there's a minute and thirty seconds left. This team, let's say the Green Bay Packers are down by nine, right. and they're playing who? The Vikes. Sure. Sure. 
And so, like, suddenly it's, it's, it's like, play-by-play book. Right. Kind of fun. Yeah. I don't get into it. No, I, I won't. Because I, I don't, it's not, it's not fun for me. And even then I was, like, feeling kind of sick about it. But I was, like, so into it. And I don't really get boxing because especially going to a live match, which was the first time I went Mm -hmm. and I was like, so the point of this is just to punch each other in the face until the other guy and the kidneys and the stomach, but they both mostly were just in the face. And I was like, (laughs) this is incredible. And to tire each other out. Yeah. And they were just exhausted. They were barely like touching each other. And then every once in a while they'd get like one of them would have like a decent cross or a hook. And, um, I love all the Rockies. I think they're great. But that's so much more dramatic than an actual fight. And I'm sorry if I've offended people, but I was like, this is it, huh? But we got to the 10th and the 10th, like things started happening. And I was like, oh my God, I might win. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited because like things were happening and they were like beating each other up. And at one point I actually was like, finish him! Because (sighs) one of the guys went down on his knee and I was like, oh my God, it's going to happen. I'm going to win like a thousand dollars and this is the best. And then it didn't happen. How long did they... They went to all 12 rounds and it ended in wow. decision. And uh, uh, Canelo won. And um, so he's Mexican. And I think the entire country of Mexico showed up for that fight. Nice. Dude, it was insane. Like, everybody... My coworker was rooting for him. And she's a big boxing fan. And she was, like, so happy. And everybody was just, like, going nuts. And poor, poor Triple G. He... He fought a good fight, I guess. I don't really know. His name's Triple G. It's G- uh, Gannady Glockhoven, something Glockhoven. He's uh, Estonian, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know much about him. I guess people. He lives in LA, and people said that he's just like really happy and loves life and everything about LA. And so, a lot of people really like him because he's got a good attitude. Um, I know nothing about him that's what I was told let's just say if you get beat about the face for a living like I know man I guess a good attitude helps because by the time you're 42 you'll have Parkinson's and you'll be like there's a reason like why in Rocky 4 they don't want him to fight the Russian because he's so dumb Uh, Rocky is yeah. Yeah. He's so one dumb by Rocky IV. Yeah, one more punch and he's going to be like... It's uh, over. And then he meets up with Ivan Drago and uh, I could go on and on. Anyway. And Brigitte Nielsen, who knew that she would be an Oscar winning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the work she does with charity. You talk about Brigitte Nielsen from Beverly Hills Cup 2. That is she whom I'm referring to. Excellent. Former lover to Flava Flav. Former lover. <laughs> Former lover, a movie starring uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Sorry. He's still a good actor, you guys. No, he's, he's not. He's still a good actor. Here, let me pitch Former Lover. You know lover. what? He's Bangkok dangerous. Dude. <laughs> Former Lover. 8mm is a very good movie. No, um, it's not. It I, is a very good movie. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've, I've decided not to do my log line, so keep going. All right. Where <clears> were we? We were, we were talking about Robert. Talking about oh, no, we were talking... Oh, so people are crying for help in the poker rooms. Similar help, cries. I'm at Circus Circus. <laughs> I could be anywhere else. <laughs> Truly. Similar cries come from rooms 203, 230, and 576, where the words help me will materialize <laughs> on bathroom mirrors. 
<laughs> but really, it's just really it's just in. Zach Baggins running in when you're in the shower, <laughs> writing on the, on the as mirror. they should, dude. Oh, if you're you, Baggins, two thirty. You're the second goddamn floor of Circus Circus. Who are you? What no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't <clears throat> criticize. Yes, yes. This is this. You are a time. nice young family who are oh bullshit. Out Don't for take a family adventure. No, in the adventure dome, in the splash zone. Which is what people call room 230. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moving on. (laughs) You wish. (laughs) You can try. Sitting on the intersection of Las Vegas Boulevard and Tropicana, Excalibur hosts most hotel rooms in any intersection in the world. I told you we were going to talk about the most ridiculous places in Las Vegas. Constructed, but you didn't know this, constructed by Circus Circus Enterprises in oh. 1990. It's all connected. Wait, it's that all piece connected. of shit's new? I know. That is a jump. Yeah. Styled as an Arthurian-themed castle. It, it, it yeah. is 100,000 square <laughs> feet. It is one hot mess. One hundred. It is one hot mess and 100,000 square feet of gaming area. Yeah, it hosts an elaborate pool. A huge... But may I say that's a public service announcement. Don't go in. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Avoid the splash zone. <laughs> it has a huge wedding chapel. Uh, it is also home to two permanent shows, Thunder Down Under. That's the uh, Australian Magic That's Mike? the uh, Australian Mail Review. Yes. Okay. And the Tournament of Kings, which oh is performed in a 925-seat amphitheater called King Arthur's Arena. Which is basically like if um, uh, Medieval Medi- Times sucked. Yeah. It features... By the way, Medieval Times already sucks, so... How dare you? I'll do it again. Yeah. I've never been. I want to go so bad. You have not been. Somebody please take me. I want to go so Dude, bad. Dude, you're going to hate everything keep, about it. They don't have silverware. I keep pitching it. That's I, actually why I don't like it. Sorry. I've <laughs> seen the cable guy more than you know. I... And the only thing I will do is, is quote the cable guy while I'm there. Oh, I totally forgot that. Yeah, uh, the Janine Garofalo scene. Yeah. You don't have silverware, but you have Pepsi. Dude, I just work here. I totally forgot about that. When, I, when the rain is like, two competitors yeah. go into the ring. I went for somebody's birthday, and it was... I thought it was going to be really fun. Pro tip. Well, I don't know if it's pro tip. A friend of mine from college is was a knight. I think now he's the MC. Also, I used to work with a dude whose whose stepfather. Oh God, that gets that's that story sounds sad. No, 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 <laughs> don't finish it. No, it no, sounds sad. no, it's amazing. I used to work with a dude whose stepfather. His stepfather dot, dot, dot. was the falconer. Oh, and now he's the king, and I'm like, does he still get to be the falconer, like the king falconer? Dude, holy shit, falconer! Yeah, like you stick your arm out, and you're like falcon on your arm. Falcon is. Like, that's like that's where that shit is. That's, that's cool. The, that it, dude gets super laid by that guy's mom because he's his stepdad. That's disgusting. <laughs> and the way that you just did that was horrifying. Ew. But wait, <laughs> <laughs> your arm just did a laugh. Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Anne Boleyn. Falconer. Falconer. That's like the coolest job ever. That is the coolest. I don't know. That, Falcon. I think for her it was Boom. an avocation. I like it. It was a hobby. Good for her. She had to. She had to be a queen. King Arthur's Arena. Wait, wait. Tournament of Kings. Uh, there are 32 cast members and 12 different breeds of horses. I call bullshit. They also have a Dick's Last Resort, which, if you haven't figured out that this place sucks, 
<laughs> now you know, because any place that has a dick's last resort sucks. Yeah. Those places, I don't need to go. I don't want to be insulted while I eat my dinner. Especially I don't want to be insulted are... why I eat insulting pork chops. <laughs> yeah. If I'm Your gonna food be... is insulting enough. If I'm going to be insulted while I eat my dinner, I want to be eating a nice French meal and be insulted Sugary. by, like, a really rude French person. Here, here's the deal. We're going to Mon Ami Gabi. And you can keep and your... Pears. Yeah. And you can keep your uh, Dick's Last Resort. We ate there. Mon Ami Gabi? We, you and I went there. and I, I was, ate there, like, four times. And, and I was and I there. incredibly hungover and couldn't eat anything. Yeah, that was not my case. <laughs> you and I were on different patterns. I was not well. I think I, like, choked down some soup. Remember when I... Uh, I uh, thought I was taking somebody's aspirin and I took an Adderall. <laughs> I do. That, that made everything so different. That so, wasn't the plan at all. Just a quick story. No names involved here, but uh, we, I was having a very rough time. Uh, I don't know why. We had both had like individually bad days. <clears throat> yeah. But not on the same day. Yep. And so I was feeling really, really not well. And... Um, mm. You and I had been at the pool and I had to leave. And I went up to a friend's um, hotel room to just kind of like lay down, take a shower, whatever. And <laughs> without thinking about it at all, I just, uh, I saw a, um, uh, a pill bottle yeah. that looked like Advil and I just took one. And right, then I, like you do. Like you do. And then I just felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> and realized that... That's um, not an Advil at nope, all. Our friend was just... Uh, he has Adderall, or she has. Yep, you're right. Or she, just like the anonymous, has uh, some. I don't. What do you even take Adderall for? Focus, attention. ADHD. Yes. Well, I took it by accident, and I'll tell you this: I never felt prettier, <laughs> <laughs> more alive, and smarter than I. Uh, and you, you know. never looked better. Oh my God, give it an hour. The I was confidence. Like, I am going upstairs because I feel terrible. And then I came back downstairs, basically like Princess Grace of Monaco. You were wearing a ball gown? I was. And I was like, well, hello. You had a red carpet, like, pulled I out did. in front of you. I was like, I don't know what just happened, but we have to go to the airport. Yes. <laughs> and poison elegance um, was certainly part of the game. And honestly, I was so poison elegant. Your friend, your friend might have said to me, oh, no, you took an Advil. <laughs> <laughs> What's an Advil? <laughs> Um, yes, anyway, it and all yes, came together. And yes, I did. Yes, yes, all of it. Uh, <clears throat> this is uh, the time of the show where we tell you, uh, don't do drugs. Don't no. do don't do drugs, even if they're prescribed to you. No, I mean, <laughs> no, seriously, that's how serious we are. Okay. <laughs> the Excalibur is the fifth. I've read two different fifth reports. Biggest piece of shit in America. I've, re- I've re- read two different reports. Fifth or seventh largest hotel in Vegas, and the seventh or eleventh largest in the world. <laughs> Okay. Um, if you're looking for ghosts, Always. you would want to stay on the 10th floor at the Excalibur. Most report, <laughs> I love this so much. Most report the feeling of being closely followed with no one there. <laughs> <laughs> they have a sudden frigid chill, frigid chill, and then a voice that whispers directly into the guest's ears. No report of what those whispers are, but we can speculate. What do you think? Why are you staying? Get out. You could do so much better. How much did you lose? Adderall will make you feel better. <laughs> you have any spare tokens? Now there are That's three what pools. Called tokens. 
<laughs> you don't want tokens? What are you doing? Chips? Yeah. Wait. I don't know. Please continue. <laughs> what are the tokens for? Oh, the tokens are for the adventure down at Circus Circus. Okay. I believe I, I, I have no reason to believe you're incorrect. Here are some other things that may happen while you stay at the Excalibur. Phones ringing in the dead of night with no one on the line. They have landlines. What? <laughs> Stupid kids and their crank calls. Alarm clocks going off on their own. They have alarm clocks. <laughs> These are like like people from the nineties worst fears. <laughs> I just like it. I like that's happened to me before where I've stayed at a hotel because the the housekeeper didn't reset the alarm oh, do clock. They always happen. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> so this motherfucker unplugs. Static coming from TVs that are off. <laughs> of course, furniture that moves on its own. God, this furniture. They can't keep that furniture. Can I? Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> can I tell you something? Um, Ghost dog. If, a, if furniture really wants to arrange itself that badly, you ain't got no style. <laughs> you got to get your feng shui right. Right? You come back in and you're like, ah, oh, this room looks livable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Noel. Uh, trademark everyone else. Um, uh, ghost decorator. Ghost decorator. Is my new pitch. Okay. I pitched everything ghost. You know this. Yes. So, um, uh, ghost decorator. Uh-huh. Um, making spaces... Aesthetic mm-hmm. while scaring the people. I think what you do, you start with just all of the furniture in the center of the room. Oh. And you let the ghost decorator, you leave for an hour. And see, and oh, it's a competition show. So it's many ghosts. Yeah. It's like HGTV, but with. <gasps> you just H- see what You know doing. what? HGTV has really checked my boxes, except for the one thing. And that's the paranormal. Yes. Are we making this happen? We're doing We're doing this. Okay. Hi, LA. We'll see you soon. Oh, my God. It's going to be so exciting. All right. Next. Like, I'm hoping this is a reality show. Do you think we could get, like, uh, full-body apparitions that are sentient? We're going to have to get our EMF machines (laughs) undusted. Because the likelihood of being able to have charged ghosts who are uh, uh, intelligent. It will have to be done at night. And it will have to be done in Burbank in- because it's cheaper and I'm a producer. Okay. And we'll it. have to do it in night vision. <sighs> We're going to have to have, yeah. Can't we just do it at a Hooters? I think that's fine too. Like, no, no. Like redesign, redesign this hoops. I think that we know enough people in LA that we can just use their apartments. For sure. But where are we going to get ghosts? From their apartments. I'm sure. <laughs> ghosts are everywhere. It's true. That's true. I was hoping to get like a supply. I was hoping to get a celebrity like Peg Entwistle. Oh, but how do we get her from the sign? Do we bring furniture to the sign? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. So off the age of the Hollywood. This is still in development. Hey guys, uh, contact us. Um, I uh, Noel at HighSpiritChicago.com. Ghost decorator. Coming oh, to an HD TV. Starring Peg at Whistle. Look at what the rosé does to you. Look at all the ideas. Oh my god. Is this, is this what it's supposed to taste like? <laughs> yep. Okay. Moving on. Moving down our, our tour of the strip of Las Vegas. 
modeled after the pyramids of Egypt. Nine. The Luxor, Luxor sucks. stands 350 feet high. Uh-huh. It was constructed constructed in 1991 and completed in 1993. When being constructed, two to seven workers <laughs> died were killed when a wall fell on them. Not sure how many, but anywhere between two and seven. You don't know, though, because Chris Angel's there doing magic. <laughs> he actually lifted the wall up. Yeah. And pulled it off of them, which is why possibly only two of them died. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people attribute the haunt tr- attribute that to hauntings on the old river ride that used to circle the bottom floor of the hotel. The river ride no longer exists. One worker uh, is said to continue to haunt the hotel. Many believe that the hotel is cursed due to the shape of it because of the secret powers of the pyramid. Okay, so... Quick thing, I would have loved to take the little water ride. Second thing, people are stupid. <laughs> That's ridiculous. The end. Yeah. Um, I did a poker tournament at the Luxor. Did you really? I did. I've never been. So I haven't been. Yeah, it was, I've only walked worse. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only one of these places I've been to has been Excalibur, and I just walked through it. I've literally been to all of these places. So I many knew. Times. I knew. I knew you had. I never doubted. Um, I only go to the nice places. Snap. I will take that. <laughs> I've been to the biggest dumps. Well, which is unlike me, because I like divey gross places in general. Um, in life. Okay. People have jumped to their deaths from the balconies of their rooms, which line the inside Dude, of the that pyramid. that is not nice. No, and here's the crazy thing. Um, there, Most of them are unexplained. Most didn't leave a note. There's no reason for them to commit suicide. Um, one person jumped from the 26th floor onto the buffet. She was allegedly a a prostitute or sex worker who had AIDS. This is all alleged. Conjecture. Um, The hotel was so worried that they took down the entire buffet. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. They didn't make it impossible to jump. They were just like, (laughs) cool, this shrimp is tainted. This is AIDS shrimp. (laughs) Oh, God, dude. We have to get rid of the AIDS buffet. Oh, my God. (laughs) But we can keep the iceberg lettuce. Of course, Leon. But not the romaine. We can keep that. Yeah, the romaine is covered in scat. <laughs> e. coli. There's just AIDS everywhere. Um, what a terrible place. It's said that the woman manifests on the 26th floor by flowing on the backs of people. Flowing? Yeah. What's that? Like, because she's like a spirit that just kind of like. Oh, like yeah. that nasty little thing over there? Yeah, like that ghost bride. Yeah. Just she's like closed. she just kind of like hangs on your back. Nine. Um, but but some say that this rumor actually could actually be the ghost from the tenth floor of Excalibur. That maybe like these rumors are getting crossed over. Who yeah. whispers in your ear? Because this person apparently whispers in your ear too. Or the I'll, spirit. I'll give you a pro tip. All ghosts whisper in your ear. They're always talking to you. You're just not listening. They're Open up your ears. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> There was also a man... And for some reason, they're always leaving off the final word. They're like, I left. And then they don't That's all they get, because they only get, like, ten seconds of, of talking. <laughs> if you've ever listened to EVP, you're like, I'm listening. My name is... It's a lot of work. It's a, it's a lot, lot of work. work. Yeah. They're like, did they say Sarah, or did they say Harris from Las Vegas? <laughs> right. Or maybe... <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it was just... <laughs> Nothing. Which is a demon from uh, Assyrian yeah, literature. Yeah, Cthulhu. Um, 
a man jumped from the 10th floor. He survived. He's a man. Onto the express checkout counter. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That, I mean, there's a lot of irony there. Yeah. Uh, The checkout counter, the checkout counter has been moved. (laughs) Uh, Now, many um, believe that the Luxor was built on a uh, mobster burial ground. Okay, well that's dumb. Because of the placement of where the building, like where the it is, because it's on the south side of the strip. So it's like, like it's almost as far as you can go. Yeah, so the thought is that that's where a lot of mobsters like buried yeah. their mm. people because it was easy to um, get away with it and just kind of disguise the body or bury the body without any questions. So uh, that's it. So in uh, conclusion, um, don't go to any of these places. Go to Excalibur. Go to Fremont Street, man. Yeah, Fremont Street. Go to Fremont Street. It's cool. That's where it's at. Stay at the Golden Nugget. Don't stay there. Gamble there. Gamble there. It's cheap. They're dancing. <laughs> like, they're stay dancing. somewhere nice. They're dude. dancing DJs across the street. Oh. <laughs> also, though, if you're looking for any good service, Fremont Street is not the place to go. No, no, Because no. it's where everyone goes to give up. Yeah. But, I'm being serious. I go there to give up. But if, if you're, you're looking, working there, you've, you've gone there to give up. But if you're looking for um, some fun bar experiences and you're not looking to gamble, Fremont Street, Fremont Street is Fremont super fun. Street. There's some really great places like Atomic Lounge, Odd Fellows, which has a different theme every night. When we were there, it was Latin night. There are Ouija boards all over the place there. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. There's another place that I can't remember the name of it, and I'm trying to see if I can find it. Um, it's... Uh, it's super cool. It has this huge backyard area where it has like giant sized, um, a giant sized chessboard and there's live music. And I guess on Wednesday nights they have a roller rink that they put in there. It's super fun. So go to those places mm-hmm. and the mob museums over there. We can't say enough about that. Mm-hmm. Clark so, County. We like it. Uh, <clears throat> no, any other things you want to say about Las Vegas? No, it's just hot. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for listening to our climate. Uh, ghost program. Um, Noel, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking Avalon Red Blend. Avalon. It's a red blend. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm drinking uh, Rosé. <laughs> uh, is that what it's supposed to taste like? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, we do appreciate you listening to High Spirits. Um uh, Noel has one last disgusting, terrible thing to say to you. Sweet dreams.